What is going on, everybody? It's your favorite host, Steve from Since the Sandbox, and I'm back with another rundown of our fantasy ranking. Before we get started in the episode, everybody, please make sure you're collecting your canned goods and getting your commitments to myself, Steve, by the end of this week. Our donations will be delivered next Monday, looking to make sure that people are going to be impacted from our donations on Thanksgiving. Thank you for everybody that has participated in our donation drive already. Let's get these rankings started with the quarterbacks. Here at 10, I have Justin Herbert. Hasn't looked as good as he has early in the season, but I still trust Herbert in in a top 10 fantasy format with bye weeks and injuries, things like that. Nine, not a fan favorite, and I kind of had some issues having him in the rankings this week, but just looking at what the matchups are like around the league. um, I do have Daniel Jones here at Tampa Bay, and here's the thing with Tampa Bay. They struggled last week versus the football team. We saw that, but this was also a struggle that they made the year previous. I would like to say the same is going to happen with Tampa Bay and the Giants, although I do expect Tampa Bay to win the game. I expect Danny Dimes to play well because who else on the Giants will? Next, here at 8, I have Russell Wilson. He clearly didn't look that great in his return, but... I'm sure it's not going to get much worse than that. So Russell Wilson in a division game versus Arizona. Seven. This guy also hasn't looked too bright um, the past couple of weeks. I know he's just coming off of a bye week, but I expect Joe Burrow and the Bengals to get right. Would be very disappointing to see a team start as hard as they did, just kind of dwindled down to be a mediocre football team. Six, I have Brady versus the Giants. And I was expecting a huge week from Brady This past week, we didn't see it versus Washington. We'll see if we'll see it versus the Giants. Going to be an interesting matchup. At 5, I have Josh Allen versus Indy. I really don't love this matchup. I think this one is going to be troublesome. Um, I think Indy's a pretty good football team, doing good in the AFC. If you take out their three, their first three games of the season, um, this is a completely different football team. Josh Allen and the Bills won big last week over the Jets, as you would expect. Four, Rodgers at Minnesota. Division game, Aaron Rodgers coming back off of COVID. Still didn't look too great last week versus Seattle, but I do think that in a division game, Rodgers going on the road. This is a no-brainer here. Three, I have Lamar at Chicago. We saw the obvious struggles with Lamar versus Miami. Don't expect to see that two weeks in a row. And... For us Lamar owners, I'm saying us because I'm a Lamar owner in three out of the four leagues that I'm in. Knew it was going to be a big year for him. you got to love the high floor that comes with Lamar Jackson. I mean, 15 points on a bad Thursday night game. Yeah, it's not ideal. But I mean, there's been quarterbacks this year that have gotten two, three points, four points. Maybe even negative if you want to um, talk about certain guys. But Lamar's never going to get you lower than 10. So love that out of him. At two... I have Dak, and in the same game at one, I have Patrick Mahomes. So I think that this game is going to be a shootout. I do expect the Chiefs to get the right side of this game and and take home the W. But I will say Dallas is playing solid. I mean, I would expect them to beat Atlanta the way that they did. But this is going to be, you know, a big testament to who the Dallas Cowboys are. So going to be interesting to see the results. 
Now moving on to our running backs here at 15. I have a really big name. Not sure how he's going to do this week or if he's going to even be active. Um, We shall see. At 15, I have Saquon at Tampa Bay. That Tampa Bay front is no joke. At 14, I have James Conner. Got in the end zone but didn't have a great week last week. Versus Seattle, I expect the Cardinals to establish the run game. 13, Aaron Jones going to be missing time. A.J. Dillon going in a great matchup at Minnesota. I expect him right away to, to be impacted on that offense. At 12, Swift at Cleveland. Look, Swift gets a bunch of touches. He gets a bunch of opportunities. No matter how good or bad the Lions are, this guy always has to be inside the top 15. Next, at 11, I have Eckler versus Pittsburgh. Now, look, I'm not a fan of this matchup necessarily. I do think the Chargers will win this game. But that Pittsburgh defense is still playing good. At 10, I have Montgomery, David Montgomery. And if there's one way I think that the Bears are going to be good, it would be on the ground. Definitely not expecting too much from that passing offense versus Baltimore. At 9, I have McCaffrey. And this is something that... You know, I'm really weary about with McCaffrey. Um, we saw him go back into the medical tent again this week. Um, so just keep that in mind when you're setting your lineups. At 8, I have Eli Mitchell. I think this is a great matchup for Eli Mitchell going against Jacksonville. Guys, Jacksonville just won last week, so it'll probably be another couple seasons before they win again. Next, 7, I have Leonard Fournette versus the Giants. For the Tampa Bay Bucks to come out and absolutely dominate this game, I would expect them to score early and then rely on Fournette later on in the game. Don't see, you know, how Fournette couldn't have a good game versus my New York Giants. At six, Nick Chubb, assuming that he plays versus the, versus the Lions. Guys, Chubb is going to be, you know, the, the person that makes the Browns move going for the rest of the year. And if you think the Browns are going to be a solid football team the rest of the year, then Chubb is locked and loaded in your lineup. Now, I know there's been some people that are very wary about Nick Chubb as of recent weeks. I think he's someone you can set and forget. No concerns. The opportunity is there. Good offensive line as well. Next, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook has been very solid. I wouldn't say he's playing the way he played last year. But, you know, last year was a hard year to kind of replicate for him um, staying as healthy as he did. And we know everything that's going on off the field for Dalvin Cook. So to see him staying consistent the way he is, that's already a plus. At four, I have Zeke at Kansas City. Zeke is going to be possibly the number one running back this week. If there's one way to beat Kansas City, it's on the ground. If they do not get Zeke going, the Dallas Cowboys will stand no chance in this game. At three, I have JT. Now, look, this is not a great matchup with this Buffalo defense. I'll I'll be straight up with you right now. But Jonathan Taylor is the best back in the NFL, and we need to give him the respect for that. Derrick Henry never saw a positioning probably outside of my top five. You probably won't see that for JT the rest of the season. At two, I have Kamara. Not loving it. Don't even know if he's going to be healthy enough to play. We'll see what happens. Ingram was a good compliment while Kamara was out. I would expect Ingram to get a bulk of the load while Kamara's going through some injury issues. But if Kamara plays, I mean, how could you not? You know, how could you not? And one, I have Najee Harris. At halftime, he had three points. At the end of the game, he had 17. I mean, how can you complain? Najee Harris is a bull. Whether that's in the air or on the ground, the dude can get after it. Now let's go to receivers. Starting with receivers here at 15. Didn't really like the matchups this week to have Pittman any higher. I do have him here at 15. 
Um, we'll see what happens with the Colts in that tough game versus Buffalo. At 14, Devonta Smith. Um, this is someone, as of recent weeks, has been picking up the slack. I mean, I know there have been some people that stash him away early in the season expecting big things. With big expectations come big disappointments sometimes, right? 13, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen has definitely been the harder receiver over the past couple of weeks. We've seen Mike Williams be uh, one of the best receivers in the NFL at the beginning of the year, and that kind of tanked down tremendously. So I expect Keenan Allen to stay consistent at 12. Surprise spot here. Hollywood Brown at Chicago. I mean, he's been good. He's been balling. I think he's only going to get better as Rashad Bateman develops into more of a threat alongside of him. And we already know how good Mark Andrews has been this year. At 11, I have Adam Thielen. Guys, Adam Thielen has not seen a lot of love this year. And I get it because that team has not been as good as you would assume. But, you know, Adam Thielen's almost as consistent as it gets when it comes to the wide receiver position. At 10, Amari Cooper. This is a road game. That's why I'm giving CD the nod. Um, CD did have the big game last week, so I wouldn't be surprised if this is Cooper. Have them both inside the top 10. Have CD really high this week. At 8, Jamar Chase. The Bengals cannot afford for Jamar Chase to be outside of the top 10 of these rankings once again. And things can get scary. Things can look ominous for the Bengals if they lose this game here. I I know you guys like that vocabulary there. Next, Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs had a big week, huge week last week, surprisingly. And I know Stefan Diggs is one of the best receivers in the NFL. It just hasn't really been that type of a year. And Indy's defense is solid. You know, if if there's one way to beat them, I would say that through the air is the way. So I you know I, I think that'll set up Stefan Diggs for a solid week. I wouldn't call it too great. At seven, JJ, you guys know the deal. Definitely think that he's been what he's been advertised to be, a top 10 fantasy receiver, a top 10 receiver in the league. As more guys accumulate injuries, JJ's going to make his way more up and up this list. At six, Debo Samuel at Jacksonville, absolutely going to bomb. Absolutely. And Debo Samuel will play tonight. This is the Monday night game, uh, Rams versus 49ers. I need Debo to get me 25 points to win. Beat my little cousin this week. Not always fortunate from the fantasy gods, but where there's a will, there's a way. At five, A.J. Brown versus Houston. I think that Tennessee is absolutely going to blow them out. I thought the Saints were going to give Tennessee some more trouble than they did this Sunday. I definitely don't expect the Titans to lose to a team like Houston. At four, Tyreek Hill versus Dallas. This is where Tyreek Hill always needs to be. Right around that top five area. I understand there's been a lot of struggles with Mahomes. The Chiefs are back on top of that division. Already. Week 10's here. Chiefs are back. Tyreek Hill also back. Three. C.D. Lamb in that same game. So with the quarterback rankings, I had Dak 2 and Mahomes 1. With these rankings here, my wide receiver rankings, I have C.D. 3 and Tyreek Hill 4. Um, so that just goes to show the, the type of respect I have for C.D. think he's going to ball out again. think he needs to ball out if the Cowboys have any chance at winning this game. At number two, as Kev would say, wide receiver three, I got Matt's favorite player here. If you guys like the content with Matt Toro, let me know. He will be back on the episode soon. Mike Evans here at two versus the New York Giants. At one, I got Devontae Adams. How could you not? Versus Minnesota. All right, guys, tight ends, kickers, and defenses. You guys know the deal. Going to run through these very quickly. At five, I have Darren Waller. 
It's really hard to even keep him inside the top five at this point if you really want me to be honest with you. There's not really better options out there, so Waller stays. F4, Dalton Schultz. I think Dalton Schultz was a reception away from making his two-point week into a ten-point week. Really would have loved to see that happen. At three, Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews has been balling for Lamar Jackson. Arguably the MVP at this point, either him or Brady, if you ask my opinion. At two, I have Travis Kelsey. At one, it's time for the tight end party. George Kittle wasn't here for tight end day because he was dealing with his injury. I expect Kittle to ball this week. Kickers, suck up at five, Carlson at four, Tucker at three, Butker at two, and Bass at one. In the defensive rundown, I have the Washington football team at five. I have Tampa Bay against my New York Giants at four. Cleveland here at three, Baltimore at two, and Tennessee at one. Guys, these are the solo fantasy rankings. I'm sorry if you do not like the solo episodes. Still need to make sure that we're doing our job to get our content out to you. Thank you guys for always tuning in. Make sure that we're collecting our cans, setting our fantasy lineups, and being engaged in the fantasy trade deadline. We know that's all coming up with Thanksgiving next week. Make sure you guys collect your cans, commit your donations, and also start saving for our toy drive because that's coming up real soon. I'll see you guys later. Appreciate you always. From your favorite host, Steve Toro. Five stars, guys, or we don't want it. Peace out.